I'm gonna make him an offer again. I feel the need, the need for speed. He's watched every movie more than once. He's Stephen Fennick. Go ahead, make my day. He's watched the latest Disney movies with his kids, uh, but that's about it. He's Trevor Long. You talking to me? Together, they bring you the best movies you've never seen. I will look for you. I will find you. And I will kill you. Rent BioStream, the latest and greatest movies on Fetch. Watch on a big screen Hisense TV. The best movies you've never seen. The first rule of Fight Club is you do not talk about Fight Club. With Stephen Fennick and Trevor Long. This is the captain. Brace for impact. The best movies you've never seen. Welcome to the podcast about movies that I have seen many times. My name is Stephen Fennick, and the person I'm showing them to is my good mate and offsider, Trevor Long, and once again, bringing you another movie you've never seen. It's the way we roll. I mean, and we, we just to be clear, this podcast has decades ahead of it. Definitely. Because while we record this... I'm not watching any new ones either. <laughs> so in five years from now, we can go back and do 2024, 2014, 2024. We've got it all covered. We've got a very, very long list ahead <laughs> of us. But let's talk about today. Today we're talking about Black Rain. And this does contain explicit language. Just give you a head of warning. Mm, get the kids out uh, of the car. Yeah. It was released in 1989 starring Michael Douglas yes. and Andy Garcia, directed by the one and only Ridley Scott. Big names. I mean, yeah, huge lineup. Yet I still consider this a hidden gem. Right. This is probably uh, one of the least known. If you think of Michael Jackson films, you think yeah, Michael ba- Douglas. Ba- basically, yep. Sorry, Michael Jackson. <laughs> Michael Douglas. Michael Jackson didn't make too many movies. No. Nah. Michael Douglas. You think Basic Instinct. Yep, you t- remember him as Streets of San Francisco as a as a young guy. Mm. All these other films. This is this is I reckon one of his best, if not his best movie. Wow, that's yet a massive not, yet call. It's not it's not up there with his sort of most commonly re- remembered films. Now, interestingly, the plot of Black Rain. So this was submitted as a script, right? So the right. plot of this movie was at the time going to be used for Beverly Hills Cop Two. So Eddie Murphy's movie, massive success, the first one. The second film, they were looking for a storyline or a rough script, and they thought, okay, let's do this. He'll go to Japan, he'll do this and do that. And the cops will, you know, the Beverly Hills police, because he's in Beverly Hills Cop, which I'm sure you've never seen. He's from Detroit, and he comes to Beverly Hills to sort out a... So it makes sense that you would take him somewhere else on the next one. Right, right. okay, yeah. So that was the original So how does a movie... 
Oh, people talk, idea, then producers just go, yeah, no, no. Actors put their hand up and say, no, no, I want to do that. And once you get Michael Douglas, Ridley Scott involved, you think, okay, let's listen to this. So these they guys. essentially yeah. steal it from the Beverly well, Hills it, it, crew? I think it's more a studio thing, and they offered it to say, how about if we use it, uh, you get Michael Douglas involved, Ridley also, Scott was shopping around. Beverly yeah. Hills Cop, huge success. Massive, yeah. Why wouldn't you go, what if we, it's like playing blackjack, split it. Like if you get yeah. two, two or something, split it and see if we can have. Double the success. Maybe, maybe but yeah, right. this was uh, – I'm glad they kept it for to be a standalone here. Now, Michael Douglas has named this as one of his favourite films from his career. Oh, wow. He's on record saying that's one of my faves, and I thoroughly agree. And at the time this came out, you remember it came out in the late 80s, it was the most expensive film ever made. It had a budget of $30 million in wow. 1989. That's yeah. ma- That was massive. Since been surpassed, I think oh, in a few movies. Few, few years later, I think Terminator Two was I think a hundred million dollars, which was just ridiculous. Righto, had you any first impression, any impressions at all before you watched this for the first I time? I got nothing, man. I got nothing. Even if I was trying to predict what this was about, <laughs> I got nothing. Yeah, this this was a, if you call this a hidden gem, this is a this is a hidden movie yeah, for me. Hidden yeah. secret. Now, did you? Was there any kind of from the thumbnail? Did you know that it was going to be? That was there a Japanese kind of flavour um, to it? What did no, your thumbnail? I don't, don't recall. Just that. Michael Douglas. I in, feel in like the frame. that's it. Yeah. Right, okay. Right. Uh, let's, so yeah, I had uh, nothing come into it not okay. knowing it was a cop movie. Frankly, well, it was uh, considered. It obviously did very well at the box office. It was considered a, a comeback for Ridley Scott. Ridley Scott had had uh, after he'd made Blade Runner back in nineteen eighty two, and of course he he established himself with Alien back in nineteen seventy nine yeah. eighty. He made Blade Runner. Then he had a few runs of, of sort of not not duds, but they weren't. They, they were critical failures. I was still popular. So they considered the critics thought, well, wow, this is an amazing movie. And then he consolidated with Thelma and Louise and then his other great films after right. this. Now, Peter Travers from Rolling Stone wrote, It's a fish out of water yarn, another one. Origin- originality is not this thriller's strong suit. Style is. Black Rain is exotic, energised entertainment with director Ridley Scott nosing his camera into Osaka's dark, unfamiliar corners. Scott knows how to juice the throttle of a fight scene and how to give the actors, even Kate Capshaw as an irrelevant love interest, space to shine. That's a good point. But what raises the film above the herd is the way Scott lets the traditions of a foreign land work changes on Conklin. At first, Conklin is contemptuous of the Japanese detective assigned to watchdog him. To Conklin, he's a suit, a slave to ritual Mm, mm. and an outdated code of honour. The casting of Takakura is an inspired stroke. His transformation from desk jockey to warrior opens Conklin's eyes. It's risky making an action picture that breaks its violent stride to emphasise the difficulties of living up to preconceived ideas of masculinity, but it's the risk that makes Black Rain distinctive. By refusing to beat its Eastern and Western protagonists into comic book pulp, the movie pays them and the audience a rare compliment. It's a long review. It is good. But I got it. Isn't yeah. it beautifully written? It is a great writer. Peter That's Travis, a very yeah. good Champion review. Writer, and yeah. it really, that, that just the first bit where he talked about it, you know, it's predictable, but yet it's done differently. Yeah. Is essentially what he's saying. 
It's very, Ridley very Scott true. has got some style behind yeah, the camera, yeah. and he definitely shows that. Nice. This is your last exit before the freeway. If you haven't seen Black Rain, you can catch it on Fetch. Fetch is available at major retailers and internet providers like Telstra, Aussie Broadband, the good guys, uh, Bingley, Harvey Norman, JB Hi-Fi, and with just a Fetch Mini, small little box, affordable, you get all the streaming services. And I'm talking not just a couple. I'm talking all the streaming services, Netflix, Disney+, Plus, Apple TV+, Plus, Prime Video, Paramount+, Plus, Stan, you name it, it's there, YouTube, the like. But then there's live TV. There's recording of live TV, something a lot of people love to do on the Fetch Mighty box. And, and on the Fetch Mighty and the Fetch Mini, you can rent and buy thousands of movies, literally thousands of movies available for you. At a single click or, or two, you've got yourself another movie to watch. And the same goes for streaming services. If, if a movie's available on a streaming service and you don't have it, you can subscribe directly on your Fetch box. So it's all there, easy to do. And it's all available on Fetch. For more information, to scroll through a bunch of movies and see all those streaming apps, and there's many more of them, check out fetchtv.com.au. Okay, you've now watched Black Rain. Just give us your first impressions after you, you're viewing. Oh, I, I'm with our, our colleague in the uh, review business. Um, it, it, there is a predictability to it once you realise it's a cop and he's head, heading off to another place, that kind of stuff. Yeah. We've seen that a bit. Um, but... Mate, the, the Japanese part of it just kept you interested. Yeah. Like I, I'm like, oh, this is – it's fascinating because yeah. I, I find myself going, this is this is on site. They haven't just made these sets up oh, yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. You you get fascinated. There's a, stup- there's a few silly little things that happen like at airports and things that I question, but you got to put all that aside and yeah. just go, this is, this is this an action kind of thing. This was in the, in the 80s, thing. by the way. This is well before 9-11. So oh, of course. The, the things change after that. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I think as a – like a, there's there's a couple of audiences for this movie and it's that cop thriller style yeah. and then just your action movie style audience that would this would absolutely appeal to in that if you're trying to suggest the hidden gems into categories then that would help people find this as a as a gem okay and your thread slash x slash other social media contributions about this movie uh, enjoy Japan from a very different angle um, and a very different perspective as uh, Michael Douglas takes to the streets of a very unfamiliar city for him. Fair enough. Uh, I saw this at the movies, big surprise. Mm. But you know where my memory of this movie, I can remember I was away with Souths on a a trip to the Gold Coast, end of season trip. Mm -hmm. We were staying at the Ocean Blue Resort. And you know in the the hotel they had the movie service? Yep. And there was only one movie that ran over and over again, and this was it. I remember on a trip, I reckon I saw this five times in one week. And it stuck with me. <laughs> and, and I, I, it's, that's not because it's a. It was uh, not the reason it's a favourite. It's a good movie, and I've watched it obviously repeatedly since then. But definitely a hidden gem for me, and I hopefully a hidden gem for you too. We'll find out. Uh, let's look at the cast. Michael Douglas plays Nick Conklin, and we've seen him in Basic Instinct. Is he our most watched? Up there with Tom Cruise. Yeah. Yeah, Tom yeah. Cruise. Yeah. Basic Instinct, which we've done. Wall Street, which we've done. Mm-hmm. Fatal Attraction, which we've done. done. So that's the Michael Douglas trifecta right there. This was, though, the first movie where he played a cop or de- cop slash detective. Oh, right, yeah. During the 70s, he was a he was a TV actor in the streets of San Francisco. Uh, played a cop there, but on TV and right. on film, first time. And then, of course, in Basic Instinct, he was a cop as well. Remember, mm-hmm. he was, uh, his name was Nick in that as well. Remember, Nick, Nick Curran. Yeah, yeah. Andy Garcia plays Charlie Vincent, and he was in Ocean's Eleven, which we've done. It's young Andy Garcia. Godfather Part Three, 
Internal Affairs. Interestingly, that's a sort of an element of this movie. He was in the film with Richard Gere and he co-star in a movie Mm -hmm. called Internal Affairs. Uh, Kate Capshaw plays Joyce. She was in Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. I wouldn't have known her name. Chicago was all I knew her as in the movie. Uh, that's right. Well, she's from Chicago. Yeah, that's yeah. right. He just called, he kick yeah. off, he kept calling her that. And uh, she was in Just Cause opposite Sean Connery. She's actually married to Steven Spielberg. Right. Yeah, Steven Spielberg's really? wife. Yeah, they met on Indiana Jones and the of Temple that. of Doom, and which Spielberg directed, and they've been together ever oh, since. Oh, how sweet. Now, Ken Takakura plays Masahito Matsumoto. Masahito. He is known as... The Japanese Clint Eastwood. Really? At the time so big star. this was made, he was Japan's biggest box office star. Wow. He was the Clint Eastwood. Now that's fascinating because when you think about casting a, yeah. a you know a Hollywood movie that is set in in Japan in in part and has a strong Japanese cast, but yeah. You'd think we'd just get whoever we can that, you know, typecast kind they, of thing. They went straight to the but top. They right? went straight yeah. to the top. Well, you've got to remember, he was mainly 99% of his career. that's also a box career. office thing so that you make sure it's Absolutely. a success Absolutely. It would there have international appeal, of yes. course. It's set in Japan. You want it to have Japanese appeal. Yes. Okay. And um, he was so popular at the time of filming that, the sets, he was mobbed by fans screaming out, get his autograph, and it, it interrupted filming. Do you know what, I, what I would everything. love to be a fly on the wall? Because, <laughs> you know, and I say this with the greatest respect to Americans, especially if you're listening, but Americans are um, insular and arrogant. They think the world well, is them. them it's like, you know, it, yeah, yeah, it's like baseball yeah. and NFL world champions. So um, <laughs> yeah, Michael <laughs> Douglas, big star, yeah, yeah. would probably go to Japan thinking he's a big star and then go, what's going on with this bloke? Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, Do you know yeah. what I mean? He's a massive hit. Wow. Yeah, he's a massive hero. Uh, he sadly died in uh, 2014 oh. at the age of 83, uh, oh, well. Ken Takakura. Okay. Now, the other main Japanese actor who played Sato is Yasuka Matsuda. Now, he uh, this was his very last film role. Right. He accepted this role knowing he had been diagnosed with bladder cancer. Oh. And he thought, you know what? Oh, man. I'm still going to make it. on this? Yeah, well, I'm still going to make it because... I want to, this way I will live forever, he said. Oh, wow. And the movie's, in fact, dedicated to his memory. He died on November the 6th, 1989, six weeks after the film's premiere. Oh, so, just, yeah. oh wow. Wow. So he, he, that was his very last film role. And what a way to go out. What, what a great legend. role he played. Yeah. Now, in Japan, these two are big actors, right? Mm-hmm. Ken Takakura, who plays Matsuhito, he's usually playing... Bad guys, you gangsters and stuff. Right. And whereas Yasuka Matsuda is ro- normally known for playing detectives. Right. So, so they actually swapped, they swapped roles in this. Yeah. So that was really interesting there too. All righty. Let's talk about our other great sponsor before we get to the run through. And that is Hisense. Their range of mini LED pro TVs is really something to behold. If you're after a TV, they're available in 65, 75 inch. Now, this is what I call the sort of their bread and butter TVs. This is, they've got mini LED backlight, the mini LED pro backlight. Uh, it is paired with Hisense's ULED technology with quantum dot. So that means amazing, vibrant colors, really impressive contrast trademark bright picture. They're also IMAX enhanced certified. There's a lot of content on streaming services that are IMAX enhanced and you see more of, of that particular bit of content. 
It also has Dolby Vision IQ and HDR10+. Uh, it has an, it has an anti-glare screen as well, so it can actually adapt to the space. It adjusts the to the light in the room. Now, if you're a gamer, it also has 144 hertz game mode Pro, which includes HDMI 2.1 compatibility, variable refresh rate, auto low latency mode, and FreeSync Premium. If you're a gamer, it's the best screen in the house. It also has multi-channel 2.1.2 surround and Dolby Atmos built in. So it looks good, sounds good, gives you this incredible experience. And the, the picture quality, audio quality is there to behold. I think the Hisense TVs is, we can talk about them all day, but unless you lay your eyes on them, don't take our word for it. Get down to a store, stand in front of a Hisense TV, you'll see the quality for yourself. Check them out, hisense.com.au. Now, let's set this up, shall we? Mm -hmm. I think what I like about this is early on, you, they do a lot of exposition. Uh, some, some of which yeah. is irrelevant, it seems. At the time, yes. you think so. It, uh, which is a fascinating thing yeah. to me. You know, When you get through this movie, you realise some of these things do have relevance, but yeah. it is a weird start with the whole motorcycle race and stuff well, like that. Yeah, that is. I think that's meant to establish that he's a skilled rider. No, that's right. Which but comes it doesn't into come, play later. But that's yeah, what I'm true. saying. It doesn't come in until it's the very of, last scene. In fact, yeah. there's a scene where he walks straight past a motorbike. I'm like, get on it! Yeah, yeah. But he doesn't. It's it's a typical, you know, show a gun in the first act, make sure you use it in the third act sort of mm -hmm. thing. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like it's it's that, that's that's how that's put there. Okay. He's a veteran New York City cop. Uh, he's facing charges. You get a uh, sense of this whole there's internal affairs involved, yes. but they don't really go into the greatest of detail about it. But no. you get you get a true sense of what's going on with and, his career. And you hear uh, there's a message which I'm about to play. He's divorced. He's got he's got these financial difficulties. He's got alimony, child support. But even from this yeah. message, yeah. you I think this message exposes the basics of his divorce. But that also that it's broadly amicable. Yeah. Oh, and you know but, that yeah, he's you know, facing you, divorce, you don't, you don't get facing a, charges. You know, where are you? Yeah. you? It could be a, a message that says, well, you, why did you not do this? Yeah, yeah, but true. it's just a very no, much, okay, here's Absolutely what right. Nikki, it's me. The school called again. We're another month behind. That makes three. I told them we'd send a check, okay? Oh, I'm taking the kids to mom's on Saturday. You can have them the next Saturday. Listen, good luck today. Bye. Hi, Nick Conklin. Barney Udell, attorney. Do yourself a favor. Wear a jacket and tie today. See you at 10. See, the says fact that she says good luck yeah. today, like yeah. that's... That's, I think that's a big and, exposition. And the, the fact she also says that they've asked, the school's asked for... And she's not a, angry a, about it. Behind. She's just like, I've told them... So you know there's this financial strain. Yeah. His marriage is, uh, is, in, is, is in trouble. Mm. He's got a charge. So you're autumn. he hasn't even spoken a no. word yet, and you know there's dramas yeah. already. Uh, he meets his char partner, Charlie, before his hearing. Uh, yeah. You know that he's got an internal affairs. Yeah. Their conversation is he's basically saying that you see him, really stylish guy, young mm. guy, hip guy. You can tell they're two very different cops, but they're... Yeah. But they're best of mates. Yeah, they're good mates. Yeah, yeah. and and I think he's saying, look, you know, that you should go in uniform and show them, show mm. them your, all your all yeah. your, your your awards and stuff. Um, he goes into the hearing and he's asked about his involvement with several other officers who are under investigation. Tell us about Patrick Dunleavy. All right, my client has no knowledge of any malfeasance on the part of that officer. Your client's in a good position to know. Twenty-eight June eighty-eight. Your unit arrested three suspects. Cash was logged in at 65000 and change. We have reason to believe there was over 73000 in the vehicle you impounded. Says who? There are sources. 
Well, now we're listening to the suspects instead of the cops. Hmm. Depends on the cop. I don't like heroes, Conklin. They think the rules don't apply. Hey, look, I try to do my job, okay? It ain't easy out there. And I'm clean. Well, detective, you have what? A couple of kids to St. John's, uh, house payments, alimony, apartment. That's a king-size nut. I admire your thrift. Well, life's a bitch. We did the math, hero. You're at least a thousand a month in the hole. You're into the Shylocks you're taking. Hey, you want to charge me, okay? You charge me. You want to jerk off, you go back to okay, your office. We'll charge you. <laughs> Someone will help us out. Nobody's got a softer center than a dirty cop. You want dirt? How you go to City Hall, huh? Okay, Police I Plaza. I mean, the whole goddamn system's falling apart and you're busting my ass? That's a, good, that's a great little scene, to be honest. It's really good. Because, you know, it shows him as being, like, he's strong-willed. Like, he's like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah cool. So we're just going to believe what Crims say now, are we? Good on you, yeah. mate. But... It also shows, because you see a lot of these things in cop shows, mm -hmm. that they're pretty strong about what they're doing. Like course, it doesn't yeah. feel like this is an ambit claim from internal affairs because of yep. the conversations around, we've looked at your finances, how yeah. does this all work? You know, so well, you, do, you do get that feeling. I think there's no question about his dedication as being a cop. Like he says look, no, you know, he's right. doing his do, does his job as best which, he can. Which, yeah. as broad spoiler, which yeah. is why the way this that storyline evolves yeah. – just as an underlying arc, yeah, is actually fascinating about this movie. Yeah, I think. Well, there's a there's a question mark over him the whole time. Yes, and you're still though. You're still on his side though. You're still he's you still the hero of the movie type thing. But you, you, there is the question that eventually he admits to uh, about whether he's corrupt or not. Mm. Uh, at uh, lunchtime comes, and I think Charlie told him, look, come come around, lunch is on me. They are at this restaurant and a bunch of henchmen with machine guns enter. Yeah, well, right? it's pretty full on. Uh, and they enter, and I like how the guys with the machine guns and they pretend, they go, yeah. like pretending they're shooting around. <laughs> and then Charlie gets a little bit twitchy his hand, and I think Conklin goes, listen, mate, relax. Um, and this, yeah, this other Japanese dude comes in, Take something from an older Japanese yep. dude, and the, the like they're box. talking with a, a one of the like a bloke who I think they commented. Oh, did you notice who's up here as well? Some bloke from the mob. Mm. So this guy at the table with the mob. When he reaches into his jacket, yeah. my first thought is it looked like a big brown paper of money. Yes, like it was look. It looked yeah. like you know twenty like thousand dollars, like a paperback book size. Yeah. Well, no, but yeah. it looked it it more looked like you know those payoff envelopes. Yeah. It looked to me like a payoff envelope, but then yeah. it, then it seemed harder when he started to unwrap it. So yeah, yeah it was, it was a, kind of you a, could tell it was a box. Yes. Yeah, and then he sort of shook it. The bloke took it off him. Um, and and what happens? Like there was an exchange between them. You know, sort of sort of saying, yeah, typical. You know, what how how you'd act here, and then. He ends up stabbing a guy and, and slitting the old guy's throat, mm. and then it's on. They start firing. Uh, my question is, and this is kind of getting ahead of myself in the plot holes, how could – there's two cops in there with armed – these guys are standing there with a machine gun. Why didn't they say freeze? Like, what, well, there was, there was at least three or four guys with, yeah, machine, with machine guns, guns only but, two of them. But they opened fire in the restaurant anyway. I know, but yeah. – I think oh, I'm with them. Yeah. I back okay. them because it's like you you open fire there. There could be tens of people killed. Perhaps, yeah. I think the idea were, was just yeah. to let this play out. They didn't know there was going to be a brutal murder. Two people murdered right in front of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but it, by that point, yeah. it's like okay, that's actually validates the decision. Got this is way more serious than just a stick them up hold doing. Them up. And yeah. they they do give chase. Uh, Conklin and Vincent solid uh, chase. Too. Yeah, it is. They go through. It's in the meatpacking district. Yeah, you know, and they apprehend Sato. And then they realise he's wanted in Japan. And it's one of those classic, you yeah. know, jurisdictional fights. Absolutely. It's a Japanese embassy. 
They want him first. My collar, my case. Hey, Captain. I got two clean homicides in there, right? I almost bought it. Now, if they want him, they can have him. After 20 years to life. What's this? Japanese Embassy talks to the State Department, State Police Plaza, they to me, me to you. Shit rolls down. Now, what can I tell you? They want somebody to take him back. That's you and Vincent. Do you want me to keep hammering your neck? Shit. Huh? From what I hear, you already went off in their faces, which is exactly what they want. Take a breather, Nikki. Relax. Get a geisha. Do us both a favor. Huh? You give that to Eternal Affairs. As long as it's gonna be in my apartment, they can water my fucking plants. <laughs> so <laughs> notice. Liam McGarry. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm just thinking. John, are we skipping John, over the fact that Liam McGarry's in this? Yeah, John Spencer. Yeah. Um, it was because he's, he's 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 in he's, Leo McGarry mode. He, he, yeah, yeah he's, he's younger too. He's just yeah. a different different style of of Liam McGarry. <laughs> but I'm like, oh, come on, Stephen. Um, but can we just talk about Michael Douglas' voice for a moment? Yeah. Like it's it's just that gravelly Cracking voice. Yeah, it's an unbelievable. Mate, he could, I could voice. listen to him narrate a book. He I probably be a, could as well. To be honest, be and a, I don't like books. He should be an audio, an audible uh, yeah. uh, author, uh, narrator. Yeah, and so yeah. this is that whole slap in the face moment where he's just witnessed a, a double homicide, captured yeah. the killer, and now he's just a a, a plane escort. Yeah. Yeah, and you got to remember the the temperature of of this thing too. Is, is this is after he was accused of being yes. corrupt? Yeah. So he's actually committed a heroic act here. Mm. What witnessed the murder captured the killer, and now they're going to take that away from him. Yeah. So he's yeah. feeling even more wounded. Uh, they head over on the flight. You remember they went Northwest Airlines. Remember yeah. that airline, Northwest. I don't remember. I actually personally. flew to Northwest Airlines on my honeymoon. We left. Wow. We went via That's LA how old to you Europe. Are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was around uh, early nineties. Yeah. <laughs> now on the flight, interesting conversation yes. between Nick and Charlie talking about a cop accused of being dirty. You know Ronan, right? Ronan? Yeah. Yeah, I know Ronan. Good cop. Yeah, he's a good cop. He's a good cop. He is a good cop. All right. Bust his ass 14 hours a day, so he's gonna end up in debt for the rest of his life. Now look at this asshole here. Man is wearing my house payments. Listen, just because Ronan was desperate and he got tempted doesn't make him less wrong, Nick. Yeah, that's bullshit, okay? You take something off the top of some dealer you locked up, you don't get crucified. You will, you get a family, pal. Start there with the private schools, the braces. Man's just trying to get by. What the fuck are you looking at? And that was the uh, when Sato, yeah, the Sato looks at him. Now, see, that to me this says is, he's trying to justify. That's right. This which is to where, me is an admission of guilt, right? Hundred percent. It's yeah. at this moment because normally in these situations, whether it's on law and order and they're exposing an you know, internal affairs, you're always with the cop. Yeah. You want to be with the cop, the good guy, right? Mm. And so this is the moment where you go, actually, he's trying to justify the other dude's grifting, taking a little off the top here. Yeah. If he's doing that and he's also got his own dramas because he talks about how wait until you have kids, then mm. you kind of got the sense that he's he's taken a he's little bit of cash as well. Too, yeah. too. Did, you, did you find it interesting that the cop they're talking about was named Ronan? No. Ronan. Remember we did the movie Ronan, Ronan with Robert yeah. De Niro? Rob, Ronan is a – in Japan – Ronan is a masterless samurai. 
So it's a like a mercenary, of one course, who's yeah, used. We talked about that when we did yeah, Ronan, yeah. With, uh, it's sort of the, the, the look down that the samurai look down their noses at these masterless officers, and, and kind of Ronan is this renegade, rogue, yeah, rogue, corrupt cop. Yeah, interesting, interesting. choice of name. Yes, they arrive in Osaka. And men identi- identify themselves as police offer a transfer document, which Going is to give total you Japanese. Trev's insights. I yeah. knew this was fake. I'm like, really? what are you? What, you, just, that, you picked that. You just you, you, you the first people that you see with with uniforms, and they're giving you documents you can't a, read. It's on. A, it's in an airport, and they're on a plane. Like, yes, but they've just come in a, the back door oh. with documents you can't read. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? Right. That was my first thought. Well, what, when the first time I saw it, I'm thinking, okay, they've 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 let let him off the hook. They, they've let him go into the yeah. custody of the police. I, I was assumed. freaking out already. Okay, well, and then rightly your, your, so. Yeah, well, your suspicions were correct because as they're about to get off the plane themselves, another group of officers enter from the front. So obviously, back door means corrupt, front door means <laughs> proper, uh, and identify themselves in English. Yeah, and they uh, they <coughs> indicate that uh, obviously the first cops were imposters. So. Yeah. A little bit embarrassing there. Good times. Now, back at the police station, and this is where the movie, I reckon, kicks into gear because well, this is where Nick is feeling, uh, yeah, he's he's really got the, got the shits. He's, he's angry thinking, because right, he's, you know, he's been he's sent been to do it. this menial yeah. task. Yeah. And now he's going to be framed for giving away this yeah. bloke. And by the way, it's at this point you go, well, of course they were going to be going to be fake, and this has to be the plot line because otherwise, where does this movie go? Yeah, They're just going back for the it's internal affairs yeah, investigation. True. Yeah, doesn't quite remember. I haven't seen a trailer at this point, yeah. so I don't. Yeah, I don't know okay. that Japan's even on this movie. Okay, so it was fascinating to me that goes. Okay, so we are staying here, and we're going to. Yes. Find this guy. Well, they're blamed for his escape. Yeah. Uh, Nick, none too happy about it. And he's also frustrated by the language barrier. Now, what did Ali have to say? You don't want to know, Charlie. This is bullshit having to wait this long. You're going to be nice? Yeah, I'm going to be nice. I'm going to be nice, all right? <laughs> Just hope they got a nip in this building that speaks fucking English. Assistant Inspector Matsumoto Masahiro, Criminal Investigation Section, Osaka Prefecture Police. And I do speak fucking English. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Also, so many good lines in this movie. The, the in- <laughs> inappropriate racism that yeah, you just well, couldn't use that language anymore. You no, know what I'm saying? Yeah, but yeah. I do love how he says, "Yeah, I do speak fucking English." That's awesome. Hmm. Uh, they're taken in to see the chief inspector, and they're told that it was their negligence that allowed Sato to escape. Our negligence, huh? I don't know if you Do we let the people? Carrying your documents, wearing your uniforms, waltz into a secure area. Come on, we'll take some of the heat for this, but we're not taking the rap. Rap? The uh, the, the 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 bite, the uh, the fall. Come on, Charlie. The blame, the blame, 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 blame. This document is an insurance policy. Yes, speaks English. The police will find you escaping the police, Charlie. You are foreigners. Nothing more than interested observers. Go home, detective. You know, I'm about an uptown minute of throwing you an international incident. It's going to make your head spin. Until you sign off on this dickhead, his ass is mine. So we either work on this thing together, or I'm going to the press, I'm going to the embassy. I'm going to fire up such a shitstorm you're going to wish you never heard my name. All right, gentlemen, you can stay. Thank you. But work. you have to leave your gun. Hey, Superintendent, we are police officers. You are civilians here. 
It is illegal for you to carry a gun. We understand. Nikki, gun. And then he says to him, all your guns. Mm, yes, they, they knew straight away they had more. So uh, they uh, they find out they've been assigned to the mild-mannered Masahiro Matsumoto, our good mate Ken, who's the superstar, Yep, can't carry their guns. They're just and observers. Again, the, yep. that, that earlier review you read said something like he, his casting is a stroke of genius, something mm. like that, right? And it is because, as you mentioned, and they mentioned in that review, he's cast as an inspector. Yeah. Which is a suit in in the yeah, in the police force. Right. Yeah, yeah. He's he's older. Yeah, he doesn't look like your beat cop. No. And so there, there's just a very clear this doesn't yeah. fit. Michael Douglas they're, they're and this opposites. guy don't yeah. fit visually. But, it, it, the whole thing. It's very well done. But that leads, I think, you know, the the idea of a movie is there's you know, there's conflict, there's yeah. obstacles, there's things in your way. This was another element to it that they they do. Rub up, they sort of rub each other up the wrong way for mm. a lot of the movie. Yeah, uh, which I think adds to it. Uh, Nick is is behaving pretty badly, uh, offending Matsumoto, while Charlie's trying to be more polite. He's trying to sort of make them sort of a bit calmer. Yeah, they're taken to a murder scene at a local nightclub. Yeah, now Nick recognizes the murder victim as one of the people at the airport. Remember one of the fake cops? Yes, and they find a one hundred dollar bill in the victim's mouth. And you're thinking, you're thinking, what is that? A tip? That's a bit wild. A yeah. Big tip to leave. Yeah, it makes no sense. Yeah, but but to yeah. me, what it was was a message to the the U.S. cops. So you knew mm. this was um, a, a crime committed by the guy they were chasing. Yes. yes. Um, because putting a, a U.S. currency in his mouth yeah. was a message to the U.S. cops that it was me. Because he was Good sort of saying, "Guess what, Sato often his own men now," and he's thinking, he's yeah. wondering what's going on. Exactly. Nick uh, meets an American hostess, Joyce, played by Kate Capshaw, yep. and she's surrounded by all these giggling women who recognise him as the guy who let Sato escape. Yeah, remember that. So he's so. obviously in the news. Just off the plane, you make the evening news. Very impressive. Americans who are less than perfect. It's very amusing. Can I talk to you for a minute, please? You still didn't tell me how you got the blood. The girl who found the body was just a little bit upset, so I put my arms around her, wouldn't you? Yeah. You got a cigarette? Sure. Where are you from? You from uh, Boston? Chicago. Where'd you learn how to speak Japanese? Chicago. So did you know the victim? A couple guys came in here for a drink, and this is how it turned out. How about the killer? You see the killer leave? Yeah, sure. And he wrote his name and address down on the back of my dress, and he asked me to give it to you. Anything else? What are you busting my ass for? Because you could get me killed, detective. You see, there's a war going on here, and they don't take prisoners. What are you talking about? Between Sato and an old-time boss, a guy named Sugai. Who knows about this? Counting you and me? Yeah. Eleven million. That's a great line. Yeah. He it's doesn't a, realize because, this because when enormity. she says counting you and me, you're thinking, oh, it's yeah. like six people. No, <laughs> mate, eleven sorry. million. Yeah, yeah. Now they're walking back to the hotel. I think they refused uh, Matt Mars's lift, and they're surrounded by this motorcycle gang, yeah. which is, is called the bo- the Bosazuku. Bosazuku. Yeah. Now these motorcyclists are modelled after real gangs that are actually roam the streets of Osaka. Really? Yeah. Uh, they exist to this day and act as either vigilantes. I was going to say, I bet you there's some vigilante yeah. ones because so, that's yeah. more that's, that's, that's more of a Japanese thing that than, was than crime, by, to be by honest. Reality, reality mm, inspired. Now, Nick 
Uh, the, the next day at the station, Nick and Charlie think there's something doing there. They reckon mm. there's something going down, and they invite themselves. I think Sato says, a, no, sorry, um, Mas says oh, there's a, they've got a tip about a raid, and he goes, okay, and they they get on the bus. They say, okay, they Mas, on. can you just go find this file? Then they sort of leave, and they go, observers. They come on the bus, and they drag <laughs> Masamoto on there as well. Um, now at that at that little bust, you see one of the guys who was at the airport, remember, mm. and he throws a paper in my, in Nick Conklin's face, mm. and then he just goes bushy, just even Liverpool Head kiss, him, yeah. <laughs> and uh, but then they sort of have a look at the evidence, and they spot some hundred dollar bills, lots of stuff laid table. out, yeah, including some, American some US dollars, and you immediately see Nick thinking, "I'm going to take that." Yeah, and so again, this is. I think it's yeah. very well played at this point because you're emotionally still invested in him as a cop, yep. but you're also questioning his his judgment yeah. because of that earlier conversation on the plane. You're meant to think that he's a thief. He's taken that, money. Well, you meant yeah. you're meant to be thinking about it a lot. Yes, you meant to, whatever way you go. It's these little time that conversation on the plane, and now this that makes you think, oh yeah. my god, is he dirty? And, and Matsumoto because he takes the money. He and, notices. He sees him. He sees it. Yeah, and so. Um, the next day, they go see Matsumoto, who's in, who's I think, what do they call that sport? He's got these big bamboo poles. Oh, yeah. They're, they're, they're jousting or whatever. Um, and he says to them that they've dishonored themselves. Yes. And uh, him, they've dishonored themselves, him and the police force. Because he, of the uh, theft. By his theft. And they're wondering, what the hell's going on here? I will have no more to do with you. Please get out. Hey, look. What are you talking about? Now you took a little heat for taking us on the raid. Ohashi is waiting for you. We understand. We're going to swear well, you with Ohashi. Let us explain what happened. You've dishonored me and our department. You are a thief. I saw you take the money. You saw me take the money, huh? You know what it's like trying to get something done around here? I've informed Ohashi of your crime. He's spoken to a captain in New York. We know the kind of man you are. You mm. dumb fuck. You don't know one thing about me, all right? Hey, listen. It's you and your self-righteous bullshit, man. It's gonna cost me my goddamn job. Hey, hey, I'm talking to you. He pushes him if down. If you pull it, you better use it. If you pull it, you better use it. Yeah. Now, the very next day, Nick is back in the police uh, inspector's yep. office yep. explaining himself with those bills. I watched this, okay? I only want to do this once. He's burning them. All right, look at this. Come here, look. See how the impression hardly leaves the ashes? It's because there wasn't enough pressure. It should be higher. Now, this is good. It's as good as it comes, but this ain't money. Now, I don't know about the box at the club. Could have been samples, could have been plates. But you guys got a counterfeiting war going on, and you, pal, should talk to your partner before you go to the suits, okay? So fuck you very much. <laughs> we cut you in on the deal, Mas. So That's a great line. So fuck you very much, yeah. So, There's so, so many this, lines in this movie. At this point, we kind of know that these bills, like I assume at this point that these bills are counterfeit. Yes. And so he's worked out, but it's a weird one because normally you look up at bills and all. So I don't know. I don't yeah. well, still he, understand he why he the burned, burning he burned matters. Them. He burnt them, and apparently the, as he said, the impression 
hardly leaves the ashes, so there wasn't enough pressure to make the note properly. Right. So he's obviously thinking, well, these aren't this isn't real money. Interesting. So puts two and two together. So there's a counterfeiting ring going on. Yep. Uh, and that's a bit of a breakthrough, I think, for the for the case. They're yeah. thinking, okay, well, that's that, that explains a few things. Uh, next night in the nightclub, Charlie and Nick are out with some ladies, and yes. Charlie invites Matsumoto to join them. Now, Mass tries to talk to Nick. Congreen, I did my duty. These are the men I work for. Like I told you, pal, you talk to your partners first before you go to the suits, okay? All right. Uh, Nicky. Perhaps you should think less of yourself and more of your group. Try to work like a Japanese. Listen, I grew up with your soldiers. You were wise then. Now, music and movies are all America is good for, right? We make the machines. We build the future. We want the peace. And if there was one of you guys who had an original idea, you'd be so tight, you couldn't even pull it out of your ass. <laughs> Tell us what you really think, mate. There are some classic lines, let's no, be but, real. But Mass comes at him saying, he goes, oh, yeah, movies and music is all Americans are good for. That's a pretty solid yeah, insult, yeah. don't what, you reckon? But, it, but it, that goes to the... Yeah. I think that goes to that cultural insights oh, thing yeah. where it's like, in that again, in that review, they talk about how it uses the cultural differences, yeah. actually highlights them, yeah. which, because they would be real. Absolutely, These would be yeah. real differences. Certainly. Now, uh, Nick leaves in a huff, uh, but Charlie <laughs> gets up and uh, he, he gives first he gives Marcy's tie, which I thought was nice. Yeah, that was. He said he uh, lose the Kmart tie. It's a fire hazard. I'm a bit disappointed, yeah. unless I'm, I'm forgetting, that that doesn't really come into the movie in the future. Like, I'm disappointed it doesn't come in when there's tragedy the tie, and things yeah, like that. He doesn't yeah, wear the tie. Just, yeah. yeah, just – it's not pointed out or anything. That's but he, he gets up on stage and invites Matsumoto and tears it up and uh, to sing, sings that uh, Ray Charles song. Really, really mm. good. Pretty um, good. Now, that scene where Charlie sings on stage at the nightclub yeah. with uh, with Ken Takakura, who plays Masahiro, was not in the script. Wow. Garcia, Andy Garcia said, you know what? We need to add some emotion to this bloke. Yeah, need to. Because yeah, in the next need, scene, you, you know what happens, yeah, right? That's so right. he's thinking we need to get him some more, just extract a bit more emotion. You need to. You need to be a little bit more attached to him as a yeah, character. Exactly right. And uh, as you know, they walk home. They're harassed by the y- a young guy, a young punk on a motorcycle, who takes Charlie's jacket. And he goes, "Mate, it's a jacket." He goes, "My passport's in," and he chases up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, as he's, they chase him into an underground parking garage, Nick follows and he's saying, look, what are you doing? Come back. And he's, they're separated. There's like a, a, fa- a gate or something that, that separates them. And who appears but Sato? Yeah. And he's got a long knife. and Like uh, he, injures, yeah. he injures him he start, first. They start stabbing him and then pff, they behead him right in front oh, of Nick. It's brutal. Yeah. It's, it, was that a shock? Were you shocked that he yeah. main character died like that in, yeah. in the movie? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty solid, wasn't it? It was. Um, I'm glad shock. they didn't show a no. little bit more brutality, like no. the head rolling th- on the ground. I think less is really more. Got me. Yeah. yeah, less is more. Yeah, in fact, I, I don't think in, you just you the, see you could have ended yeah, the yeah. shot. You could have ended on yeah. was Garcia's face, Charlie's face. Yeah, because he he has this look on his face like I can't avoid this. Yeah, I'm it's go- happening. I'm gone. I'm gone. gone. Yeah, I'm gone. He could have just faded to black at that point. Yeah. No, it was uh, a very emotional. Yeah, it was brutal. Nick is comforted by Joyce at her apartment. Yes. Yeah. But there's there's not there's no action in this movie. No, no, no. But um she's obviously she sees him, Nick, as someone who's sort of a fish out of water sort of person to mm-hmm. try and help him. Um Matsumoto arrives with Charlie's belongings, including his badge. I thought this was a this was a touching scene. Yes. 
And uh, Nick gives gives Mus the his new NYPD badge. He says, yes. "I think you should have this." Yes, yeah, you're a real because cop. the whole point of yeah. this is it's like a tradition to say you've got to take something, take something of, 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 but it's yeah. actually Mass coming in and saying, "Here's your gun." Well, that's Charlie's gun, yeah. So he's he goes, you say I can take it. You, you don't have a gun. I yeah. know we've taken so it off you, so why don't you? It. He knew. He knew all along that was Thank what the plan you. was. Yeah. That's right. So Matsumoto and uh, Nick then decide, you know what, let's go to his hideout again. Remember where that raid was? Yes. and they The think, same place he took the money from. Well, that's right. And he tears up the joint. Remember, he's looking for stuff. Yeah, and there's then, a lot of anger here that yeah, um, I think he's, he's, it, he's, it's, so this to me is him letting out his rage over Charlie's oh, death. Yeah, absolutely. It's not yeah. actually him trying yeah. to investigate the crime. And, and I then, think Mass uh, knows that, which is oh, why he just and he lets, sits and back he and lets, back lets him and let, do it. Lets him do it. That's right. Um, but then he finds on the table some sequins. Remember this? And uh, uh, Nick yeah. gets the idea. Remember, he remembers seeing a woman with an old guy wearing the sequins, thinking, "Okay, that old guy happened to be Sue Guy." Uh, <laughs> and uh, he thinks he thinks, you know what? We need to tail this woman. And so they they decide to. Find this well-dressed young lady who they saw in the sequence. Now, as they're trailing her, I think they've they've got a bit of a uh, uh, stakeout outside her joint. This gave, I think, in here they're eating noodles and stuff, and they discuss some cultural difference cultural differences. But Mars also asks Nick about what he heard about him. Remember, here they're, they're talking when uh, they're doing the stakeout. A couple of guys I used to uh, work with in the department. Took some money from some drug dealers. No big deal. They stole. They um, they liberated funds. <laughs> theft is theft. There's no gray area. <laughs> hey, Massa, New York is one big gray area, okay? Did you take money? Yeah, I took money. Mm. I'm not proud of it, okay? You know, I had a divorce, got kids, bills. Did Charison know? He was a policeman. If you steal, you disgrace him and yourself and me. It's pretty what pretty big because yeah. that, that brings gets through to Conklin, I reckon. Yeah, it, I think it does. So yeah. I think it's this is really the the moment of the movie where mm. the cultures don't combine, but they they find each other. But it's it's through this disagreement essentially because yeah. mass is. Disgraced. Like think, he, he thinks yeah. it's disgraceful that he took money and Nick is just trying to justify it to himself. Yeah. He's, he's talking to himself there. He's not yeah. talking to Mass. But then he realises when he mentions, he goes, uh, this is Charlie saying never knew and this is, this will disgrace him hmm. and his memory and stuff. So yeah. that was uh, important. Uh, the next morning, the woman uh, leaves her apartment. She goes to a bank vault. And mm. do you like how she does a little change in the in the vault? She changes clothes. Yeah. And they work out that it's still the same woman. But then she she gets in a cab and I think she puts a, like sw- makes the switch with another guy. Yeah, there's another guy. And he goes, oh, hang on, that's the switch. So they, they follow they, the guy. They work it out. They decide yep. to follow the – yeah. They follow him uh, to a massive steel mill. Mm. Um, this is where Sato is meeting this with Sugai. This felt Sugai. very 
uh, Robocop? Is it like a movie? Yeah, there is. Yeah, yeah, like... yeah, good memory. <laughs> I was thinking the same. There wow, you go. that's impressive. <laughs> so, yeah, Sato's meeting with Sugai, and they discover that the package that Sato had stolen, remember, in the restaurant in New York, yes. contained one of the printing plates for the for American $100, $100 bill. bill. Yeah. Uh, Nick steps in, though, when Sato leaves the meeting and a gunfight ensues. Doesn't it, what? Here's a lot. This a very short line, but this is sort of, this is Sato taunting Nick. Here I am, Nick. Here. <laughs> Here I am, Nick. Because it's, um, it's, it's fascinating yeah. because they do that. Like, there's three of them there. Yeah, they're all they're, screaming they're, out. It's yeah. like they're screaming they're cat out. Catcalling him. Yeah. Catcalling him just to bait him. Exactly. Because I think they know by now that he's aggressive. Like, he yeah. headbutted him on the plane. Yeah, like, yeah. he knows that baited, this guy... He can be baited. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, but he does escape again. And Nick is giving chase. But as he's about to close in, the police swarm in and they arrest him for using a gun in public. Yeah. And do you remember Mus was there too with him, right? Because he came And he him. doesn't... And he, he's to told stop it or no, no, he's 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 in with him, trying to help him, right? Mm. And so we find out that they said, right, you're you're going home. You're on a plane tonight, and we know you assume that Master's in the in the shit as well, which we find out later that he is. Mm. And so he's sent back in disgrace. Now on the plane, <laughs> he's on the plane, and he notices this little cabin. Uh, remember in executive decision, yes, they use it there's to go a little down elevator. Up. So he's thinking. Here's a way I could escape. He gets into the cargo hold yeah. and escapes. And he decides, you know, airport security in Japan, not the best, there, is it? I, you know? I'll tell you this, though. I found that whole scene plausible. Right. That he could get off the plane? Yeah. yeah right. I found that pretty plausible okay. the way they did it because he, yeah. he didn't try and escape through the back door of the plane at the passenger level. He got yeah. out of the passenger level into a level where if you could just get onto the onto the tarmac, yeah. the, number, oh, the only thing that was not – he ran. If he had just walked his way out, yeah. I reckon it would have looked Maybe. really easy to disguise. And where does he go, though? Mm. Straight to Master's house. Please pardon my son. He came to comfort me, but all he does is show his disappointment. You never even told me you had a son, Mars. It does not matter. I had been suspended, Nixon. I am no longer an assistant inspector. Ah, oh, Jesus Christ, I'm, I'm sorry, man. I, no, I, I knew what I was doing. Well, it's not over yet. We can get him, Mas. You and me. I cannot help you. Nixon, look at me. We can fix it, Mas. You cannot fix everything. Hmm. I am not like you. For a moment, I thought I could be. You can, all right? You didn't do anything wrong, okay? We kicked ass. It was for nothing. Oh, come on, Master. Come. Nixon, I belong to a group. They would not have me anymore. That was really important what he said then. Mm. So he, he was, for Mars to get out of his lane, yeah. that's massive. Yeah. Because he's he said, normally, I thought for a minute yeah, that I could, I could be. be like you. Yeah. And and that that was a huge, I think, development in his character. Sort of the arc of his character. Yes. He thought, I thought I could step out of it and and he, now he's in disgrace. His son mm -hmm. sort of said, Remember when he arrived, his son goes, He goes, This is all your fault. Remember? Yeah. He sort of had a crack at it. Yeah. So um yeah, so we know well he, he, obviously Nick still still got the goal of trying to get Sato, trying to trying to get make things right. Yes. 
Joyce, uh, he meets up with Joyce again and she arranges or helps him to meet. She sort of says where he might be. He loves golf. Mm -hmm. He does this and that. And she explains, uh, she explains where to find him. And then he ends up, remember he goes to the, he goes to the driving range and he just and a bodyguard grabs him and sort of or, or, almost holds pushes him, him over the edge. He's holding him mm. on by the jacket and half hanging off the edge of the thing. Yeah. He's just saying, "Yeah, let's just wait and see, mate. If you're allowed to walk in here, <laughs> then they then they rough him up a bit and put him in the back of a car. But yeah. then they take him away. Yeah. And then he's in a room with uh, Sue Guy, who says, "You know who I am?" And he goes, "Look, you, you should be over the Pacific or something." He's telling him now. So, so who's going to get the profits? You or Sato? See, I know he's got the other plate. That means you got nothing. He might as well be an American. His kind of respect. Just one thing. Money. So what are you into it for? Love? <laughs> I was 10. When the B-29 came, my family lived underground for three days. When we came up, the city was gone. Then the heat brought rain. Black rain. You made the rain black and shoved your values down our throat. We forgot who we were. You created Sato and a thousands like him. I'm paying you back. Love it when the name of the movie is mentioned. <laughs> Solid <laughs> reference right there because uh, when he refers to Black Rain, this is actually a real thing. Right. It's a combination of soot and radioactive fallout yeah. that was in the air after the bombing of Hiroshima yes. and Nagasaki. Because that's what he talks about. He talks about seeing, yeah, this, seeing yeah, He went underground for three days, seeing the B-52 bombers, mm. and apparently when interacting with clouds, so the, the soot, the radio, radiation, radioactive fallout, it would cause the rain to fall in its black in colour and highly lethal. Oh, really? Yeah, so it could kill you, this black rain. Oh, yeah. God. So okay. I, I love it how – good explanation of yeah, it no, and, no. and love how that's why the it, movie's and, called Black Rain. And it's, Did and you ever think, why is this movie called no, Black Rain? Uh, like, do you know what? <laughs> so uh, throughout a large part of the movie, yeah. it's, it's raining. Yeah. It's, it's wet, which yeah, I think helps. Osaka is sort of not from as exotic a, as Tokyo, isn't it? Yes, sort of but like from industrial a filmmaking and, point of view, I think that helps with reflections because it's a very yeah, light and bright true, city, right? True. So a lot of the time I'm thinking, is this – Black. Is this what they're talking about? Because like, yeah. it's black and it's raining. It's always like yeah. that's all I could put together until okay. this moment. There you go. Mm. But Nick is talking to Sugai and he's suggesting a deal and uh, suggesting sort of Sugai can use Nick, who he calls himself insignificant, to mm. retrieve the stolen plate from Sato. Hey, you want the plate? You get me close to him. You have no part in this. I promised the other Oyabuns there would be peace. They don't have to know. I'm bound by duty and honor. If you had time, I would explain what that means. <laughs> Sugai-san, I am the solution to your problems. I can take him out, okay? I'm nothing but a worthless gaijin. And everybody knows he killed my partner. Yeah. 
right in front of you. I'm not impressed. You get me close. I'll hit the mark. So they basically a little form a little partnership, have a little uh, little agreement there. Um, and so I do become, love the you know I don't have enough time to explain to yeah, you the honour here. Yeah. <laughs> very very much yeah. Uh, so we come to the final meeting. Yeah, Sue guy drops Nick at the outskirts of this farm or vineyard or whatever it is. Pretty solid. Um, yeah, you can imagine this took weeks to film. Basically, yes, it did. a lot involved. Yeah, and uh, so this is where memory mentions all the other crime bosses are coming. Mm. He gives Nick a shotgun and a, tosses a handful of shells his way. Uh, Sato arrives a short time later, and I think when Nick is trying to get into position, one of Sato's men spots him, mm. and you think, oh, shit, he's gone. But Matsumoto comes to the rescue. Yeah. He arrives. I think, yeah. oh, man, he's come back. He's here. Um, so they discover that Sato's men are planning. He goes, oh, he doesn't look like a farmer. You know, they're thinking yeah. there's a massacre they're planned for this. Mm. And they're right. So, And luckily, luckily he was there. Because although we 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 see what happens, Sato comes in, surrenders the plate. Remember the yeah. the other plate, and um, and chops off his yeah. finger as a you well, know he, recompense. That's an act of contrition, really. <laughs> yes. so, but first of all, he says, "Look, I want recognition in my own in his own territory. He mm. wants to be recognised." But Sugai says, "No, first do do this atonement. They call it the." Yibitsumi, they could, I don't know if I've said it right, but apparently that's cutting off one of your fingers as an act of contrition to say, look, I'm sorry for my past deeds. This Mate, is my The pence, bloke my is penance. about to stab a bloke and bring on a massacre. You'd think you'd go, you know what, maybe I'll signal my men to begin the massacre no. before I cut my finger off. He thought, you know what, let's It's a it. wild concept. Yeah, true. Yeah. But then as he's sitting next to Sue Guy, he stabs him and yeah. then escapes with both the plates. Yeah. And Nick gives chase... On a motorbike. Yeah, finally. This is his skills coming to the finally. fore now. Man, I'm telling you, earlier in the movie, he yeah. walked past a motorbike. I'm thinking, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> this has great escape yeah. vibes to me because instead yeah. of going along the barbed wire, <laughs> they're going along uh, grapevines. And, yes. You know. <laughs> and uh, they eventually, of course, apprehend Sato. Yeah. And did you notice this part where oh. there's this broken tree and thinking, is he going to kill this and guy? It, that's it. So yeah. it's like, you know what, how's he going to kill him? And then he sees the tree and he thinks, and they fade to black. But they yeah. don't. He doesn't kill him. Yeah. He... See, the this is the bit where you realise yeah, yeah. he has found some honour from knowing mass. Correct. Because earlier, yes. if he hadn't have been through this cultural experience, he, he would have just, just killed that yeah. guy on the post and gone, that's how he died. Well, you know that winery where that battle takes place? Mm. Not in Japan. No, right. Was in the Napa Valley. Napa Valley. I was yeah. going to say, is it Napa yeah. Valley? Yeah, yeah. Right. Apparently the visa ran out for the filmmakers. The visa ran out <laughs> and they had to do the final filming in the US. Wow. Yeah. Okay. But no, Nick doesn't kill Sato. Nick and Matsumoto bring Sato in. And this is a great scene. They bring him into the police station. Because everyone, and everyone's like, standing he's, up. He's thinking, like one of the most wanted oh, men in absolutely, Japan. Absolutely, yeah. This so is every really powerful. Junior, I like it's from there. Like it's from yes. first person. They're looking at, the, it's like you're there looking at Sato and they're all amazed yeah. that and he's the, there. Junior, senior, and then the, to the point where the dude, the, like the inspector, the chief, whatever yeah. it is, he's got his back to them and he turns around. And he's like, oh, okay. Oh, oh. They, they've done it. Yeah. <laughs> And they both get uh, they're both honoured with awards. Yeah. So yeah, all, all uh, masters back uh, back to his probably his pre previous so. position. Yeah. And Nick has redeemed himself, mm -hmm. I think, at this point. Don't you think? I think so. Now it's at this point where it's time to say goodbye. Matsumoto tells Nick that the plates were never found after that battle. You know, they never found the plates. 
Not in the house, not in the road. Well, some lucky bastard, he's probably set for life. I don't think I understand. If you got the two plates, and you know the right people, then all your problems are solved. Now, who's ever gonna know? That's his flight. I don't want you coming gifts. Why? Because I know you. You're gonna, uh, you're gonna get sentimental. It's embarrassing. But you gave me a bento box. <laughs> you need it on the airplane instead of American shit. No, this is for your kids. Oh, uh, I got something here for you. No, Nixa. Good friends do this. You watch your tail, cowboy. He remember he bowed to him and yes. he says, No, mate, good friends do this he grows yep. in. I love that line too. You watch your tail, cowboy. He told Charlie that a few times as well. And so what does uh, – they say their farewells. He opens his gift and there's a nice shirt Just on a dress top. shirt. Yeah. yeah. And then underneath, both counterfeit printing plates. Mm. And what does Mars do? Mars goes – he sort of hits his head with the box thinking, oh, my God. And, yeah, end of movie. End of movie. And then Nick walks off, so gets on his flight. The, the point of that moment is, I think, to say that Nick, Nick found – I'm no longer tempted he, by he, this. He, no, well – I think yeah. it's I think it's a bit of both. Yeah. I think it's a bit of Nick found the fact that you know he he may need to rethink himself. Yeah. But he also went. This guy needs it more than I do. Yeah. Like so, let's he left it to let's him. let's yeah. leave yeah. it to him. It doesn't yeah. say that he's not going to continue down that path as a cop. I don't know. I think yeah. I think it leaves as many questions as it does yeah, answers. Absolutely. But I think a, a nice ending. Now I've got some good lines here to Hit get me. through. These are some very funny lines here. This is uh, after uh, Charlie and Nick arrive. They assume they've they've handed Sato over to the authorities, yes. and they've now got some time to enjoy themselves. Off duty, Nick. You're off duty. We're gonna be in and out of gauges like a Times Square pickpocket. <laughs> <laughs> this is the next line. I say this to this day. I use this line as well. This is brilliant. I need a sign as a cop who speaks English, knows his way around the streets and can find his ass with two hands. <laughs> <laughs> I use that line so often. This next line I, I picked up on immediately and thought this is going to be in there. I usually get kissed before I get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> this is when Mass said to him. What did he say? Oh. Uh, foreplay. Yeah, <laughs> what did he say? Foreplay. Yeah, I stepped Poor old Charlie either. trying to explain the buddy. Uh, this the... is when memory goes, okay, we've got to go. Memory goes, hey, what do you mean we've got to go? Uh, this is when they found the guy with yeah. the money in his mouth. All right, how did that happen? Um, now, remember when Nick arrived in Japan with, with Charlie and they're a laughing stock because they handed over the prisoner after signing insurance forms? Yeah. Now, if that had been real, the Japanese police would have been more liable. They would have been more embarrassed than anyone else because they haven't. They were. They didn't secure the plane at the airport mm. before um, the mob boarded. Before the police could board. Hundred percent. But that that puts it in the back in That's the a Japanese good point. police's yep. arms. Very good point. Yeah. Yep. Conklin, according to this this source, said he could have sued in international court and could have been under no obligation to track down the suspect after he successfully brought him back to Japan. Yeah. Yeah. 
Interesting. I just think that there should have been a better better handover breakdown. It's like when you get there, yeah, this is the form you're going to look yeah, for. Yeah, yeah. Also, we'll send you someone who speaks Japanese and can read Japanese so they can read the documents you're signing. True that. Basics. Yeah. yeah. We're all experts, mate, uh, after the fact. Uh, in hindsight, yeah. When uh, the police arrive at the raid, remember they raid the mob hideout mm. and the place is filthy. Garbage everywhere and graffiti. Um, the director assumed that it was a, a drug den in a slum, in, in like a you know when they find these scenes in in the US or other parts mm. of the world, they're normally sloppy and and untidy. But yep. apparently, it's uh, the Japanese yakuza are apparently neat freaks. Oh wow! Yeah, their hangouts are spotless usually. Right. Yeah, so that was a so they'd be freaked out been, by yeah, bikey thinking, gangs and stuff. They wouldn't yeah, know what's going on. Right, that's yeah. right. Um, in New York, uh, when Nick and former partners are investigated by internal affairs. Now, what they're being investigated for is for stealing drug money. Hmm. But Nick says to one of the investigators that they've got 30 homicides a week. So he's a homicide detective, not a narcotics detective. Oh, mate. So how does he... You're how, really ripping that one well, apart. Well, he, he says it himself that there's all the homicides. Well, there's a homicide there drugs detective. involved in a homicide. Maybe. Okay. Drug deal, a murder and a drug deal. Okay. It all went wrong. Yeah. Uh, I already mentioned that how could two officers watch two civilians being murdered mm. in a restaurant? We've already discussed that. Uh, the danger, I think, to other yeah, civilians. Yeah, I think that's probably the defence in that point. Okay. Things you might not know. Now, mm. they filmed a lot, of, most of this in Japan, and uh, the Japanese crews are very, very focused on their shifts, their time okay. to film. Yeah. And when the crew ran a few minutes over the allotted time that uh, they were told to leave and then a person would physically stand in front of the camera to block the thing so no they couldn't shoot anymore they're very strict on the okay the shift has ended off you go so they couldn't continue filming that would after. have annoyed some americans it would have, right yeah, yeah, absolutely right now did you know that jackie chan was offered the role of sato you know, the guy from he would Russia? fit into sato yeah, yeah but, but not massa he felt audiences didn't want to see him play a bad guy Oh, okay. Yeah, Jackie Chan, sort of more like the heroic, yeah. sort of plays a cop, plays a... You know, would have changed a few heroic, things about yeah, the movie, yeah. but could have worked, I think. Um, the ritual that Sato performs, remember when he... Uh, he the finger shortening? Yeah. It's actually called the Otto Shime, is, is what it's called. Uh, also known as the Yubitsumi. It's spelled Y-U-B-I-T-S-U-M-E. How's that pronounced? Yubitsumi. It's also uh, it's called the Japanese, finger shortening. In the Japanese underworld, it's a way for a member to show, to make amends for an offence. I yeah. challenge, look, I don't know, but it did seem like he was using a very simple technique. Yeah. But I guess if he you know where the knuckle is, went, yeah. it just seemed yeah. like a, it was a sharp it, knife, it, came but off it was easy, a very yeah. small knife came to off easy, cut yeah. a finger. I would have Super thought it would take sharp. a really yeah. brutal hit to get any finger Super off. Sharp. But anyway, I'm yeah. never going to know that and don't need to. That's it. Did you notice... How 80s this movie was. Michael Douglas, the reason I say that is because mm. Dot Michael Douglas and Andy Garcia referred to each other. You count how many times they go, they call each other babe or baby. They always yeah, <laughs> say right, okay. it was 27 times in the first hour. Wow. Yeah, come on, babe. Hey, babe. What are you doing, baby? You, know, that, that, that's, you listen back to the movie, you'll, they'll stick out to you. Mm. Uh, did you also notice that uh, the, the, when he was about to, when he'd arrested Sato and he was about to impale him. Yep. They actually filmed that. Oh, so it was yeah, an alternate. They filmed it as an alternate ending where Nick decides, you know what, he's dead. Nice. But they decided, nah, let's, let's, 
bring him to justice. Interesting that yeah. I, like I find that fascinating about movies that they they do those things for testing. Like that oh, might yeah. it might be that the audience has thought it was stupid that they brought him in, so they might throw the other ending in and see how that tests. I think Ridley Scott just wanted to have it up his sleeve. Exactly. Yeah. So see that, how it panned Because he out. dealt yeah. with movie executives before who go, this is a crap oh, yeah. ending. Yeah, absolutely right. All right, three questions for Trev. Hear me. What happens to Nick Conklin when he goes back to New York? Um, Heroes welcome or no? No, he, he he's a, it's a reality check right. that he's still under investigation, right? And he's going to have to account for his misdemeanors. Okay. Uh, does Matsumoto go on to become a kingpin and live the high life with those two plates? No. Does he reckon he maybe gets in touch with Nick and says, "Mate, I'll cut you in on the action here"? No. No, I think at, at he, best he, he sends them back. them back to Nick. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I don't think he would have done that. Mm. Uh, another question for you: um, There's two there's partners in this, right? Mm. Just like we're partners in this podcast. Mm -hmm. Are you more like Nick or more like Charlie? <laughs> Who would you be, Nick or Charlie? <laughs> <laughs> I'll answer that for you. Uh, You're yeah, more a Nick. You're more. Hey, a Nick. I, was I, th say. I think I'm more a Charlie. You're more a okay. Nick. Yeah. You'd be more abrasive, I think, okay. in some situations. All right. So I'm, I'm also. <laughs> Would you agree with that or not? I don't know that Are it's you a, a Nick fair. Or a child? I don't know. It's a fair analogy, but I look forward to future movies. You asking well, that same question of partnerships. Okay. All right. I'll take it. I don't mind. Yeah. I'll be Michael Douglas. No, but any I day. asked you, do you think oh, I'll let you answer? I don't know. I can't put together the, the similarities. I'm not saying you're corrupt or nothing, but I'm just well, saying that's, you're that's <laughs> the only thing I could think was what's going on here, no, man. Just how you know, just doing very well. What there's you no bullshit about my, right, about Nick Conklin. I'm Nick you know? Conklin, okay, then, yep. Yeah, it's official. Good. Yeah, Charlie's a bit more stylish too. I'll take <laughs> it. Oh, style my ass. Go on. All righty, that was Black Rain, give us your wrap-up and rating. It, it felt long to me. Oh, okay. I did. I did. It was two hours and four minutes, I it, think, five minutes. Yeah. It waned a bit for me. Just chip, clip 15 minutes out somewhere okay. and, and help me out. Yeah. Um, tip, but, for, tip for filmmakers, Trev likes a movie under two hours. Yeah, a 130 yeah. plus. Yeah. You know, is, okay. Then don't watch any Scorsese movies. No. Okay. <laughs> You're going to um, be disappointed. There was a, there was a famous uh, director or, or people that made a Netflix movie. It was like four hours a couple of years ago. It was Martin Scorsese. Yeah, yeah and it was, it was horrible. Like yeah, I, yeah. I, I, got a, I got an hour and a half in. I went, this is going to drag on. I'm out. Too long. It should be a miniseries. Um, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So so length was it was an issue for me, but not not terrible. Yeah. Loved the, the basic principle. I loved the action. But I really enjoyed that very subtle storyline of the corruption that made you think, made yeah. you question, yeah. made, it's, it's made the an characters work. Right? Yeah, yeah. And I think that, honestly, that storyline makes the movie because otherwise it is just an action, beat them up, you know, kind yep. of chase them down movie. So, yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, it's, it's an eight for me. Yeah. Nine for me, and I love the culture clash. The culture yeah, clash good point. dragged out. It sort of dragged out the worst of Conklin, mm -hmm. and then, but he still managed to be turned around. Yeah, you know, I, I love that arc, right there. Love All it. right, that was great. Well, that was Black Rain. Should we talk about next week? Yeah, let's go. Next week is Minority Report. Oh, the Tom Cruise released. Everyone in, talks yes, about it whenever the, the, the whenever I talk screen. about Apple Vision Pro yeah. or multiple screens. People say, "Is that Mon like Minority, Minority Report? Report?" It is actually. Yeah, there good you go. Point. Released in 2002, starring Tom Cruise, directed by Steven Spielberg. Now, Minority Report, I know you're not going to know the answer to this. It's based on a book. Is it really? Right. <laughs> Written by A, Stephen King. Okay. B, Philip K. Dick. C, Isaac Asimov. Or D, Arthur C. Clarke. All I can tell you is it's not A or D. A or D. Okay. So it's a 50-50? You yeah. want to do 50-50? Is it? Uh, it's not A and it's not D. Right. So, so I, I felt pretty confident B about that. Or C, correct. 
It's either Philip K. Dick or Isaac Asimov. It's Isaac. It's actually Philip K. Dick. Yeah, Philip K. Dick <laughs> uh, wrote the story called Minority Report. He also wrote the story behind Total Recall. Remember, oh, okay. a bit um, of a future thinker. Yeah. He also wrote the story about Blade Runner. Okay. Yeah, so the, he was, he's uh, a very celebrated author whose movies, and, uh, sorry, books and short stories have been turned into some major films, including Minority, Minority Report. Report. Okay. That is what we're doing Racking uh, next week. Racking up some more Tom Cruise, right here. Absolutely. But that was Black Rain. I'm glad you kind of enjoyed it. No, no, so I enjoyed eight it. Eight out, eight eight out of ten. Good, yeah. good school. Uh, so my, my, my hidden gem category, I think, He's is still, still working, intact. yes. Well, that's great. Well, we, we're glad you enjoyed Black Rain. But please, join us next week for Minority Report. See you then.